Thank you for tuning into the Model Connection Podcast. I am your host, Eric Errol. Please like, follow, and subscribe on social media and everywhere you get your podcast. Links are in the description. With us today is a very special guest. Hey, my name is Chris Auditor. Uh, I'm from Nashville, but I work out of Tullahoma. Uh, I multi-published and uh, really happy to be here tonight on the Model Connection podcast. Okay, okay, uh, Chris, thank you for being my guest on this edition of the Model Connection podcast. Absolutely. So, in a nutshell, give me the history of Chris. Oh. <laughs> if uh, that is possible. 35 years in IT. 35 years in IT. Yes. Three three major jobs in my lifetime, and the last one was a, a national bank. Okay, and I've always loved photography. Right. So when the the end of the IT world, it wasn't the end, but it was the end for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said uh, I had met an amazing woman, and uh, she was like, "Go for it, just just drop it and go for it." She thought I was good enough to make it, and this was fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we are. It's been a, a ride and a half. How did the IT world oh, go to the photography world? I'm, that is why I'm probably better than a lot of photographers that you see because my back end is completely software. Okay. Okay. I, I taught for Adobe. I worked with big software companies for years so i mastered the software of all kinds and it really helps i mean i shoot great cameras right got the theory down but when it comes down to it you take a raw file i can make that raw file do just about anything i want outside of the the shoot itself wow are you the okay? Are you are you the father of Photoshop and Lightroom stuff like that? I, I love Lightroom. <laughs> Photoshop drives me a little crazy, but my <laughs> wife is an amazing designer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she is a Photoshop genius, and she, when I stuck, she kicks me along. But Lightroom is my thing. And okay, we 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 can make just about anything between the two of us. Okay. Okay, now, in your photography world, uh, did you start in the end of the film days, or? I I was given my first camera was a, an Olympus OM-1. Okay, in okay. high school. This okay. Was in 1970. All right. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I played with the OM-1 and the OM-2, and my, right. dad, but my dad was like, here, master these, and, well, I never got really good with that. <laughs> Digital is the. I love digital. <laughs> I deleting button is everybody's friend, you know. <laughs> well, it's so forgiving. I mean, every, yes. every bit about it is. If it didn't look just right, do it again. Hit uh-huh. it again. Hit it again. Yeah. A delete button. Uh-huh. Right. You know, and just keep going until you. And, and I shoot a lot tethered also. So okay. I'm actually watching a display while I'm got the thing on the track. I have wanted to learn that so much. Oh. Come down, we'll play. I, I'm gonna have, I have to. A lot of time. I'm, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. yeah I have yeah. A, a MacBook, a MacBook Pro hooked up to a Nikon D850, and away we go. Wow. But I mean, I still do the hold the camera, move around, to you know, get down on the floor. 
much as I can. I'm intrigued already. <laughs> <laughs> Lightroom is my thing. Lightroom, okay, yeah. okay. So what has photography changed over your period for you? Well, I've seen a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot come and go. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's some great photographers that I know personally mm -hmm. that have that have lasted the storm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The storm being COVID. Right. The storm being time itself over 15 years and people saying, well, you're not going to make any money doing that. Well, you're not going to make any money doing anything unless you get out there and you work for it. Right, right. Um, and giving away all your work is not the, not the, the way to go either. I've watched all of this from the beginning. And I've given away a lot, too. Mm -hmm. uh, friends passing away, leaving me behind, and they were my mentors, like we mm -hmm. talked earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it's just a different, it's now a different world for me. I don't see as much competition in it, but I don't do that much anymore. I have, model yeah, I have I've been asked this question a lot. And I want your take on this. I feel everybody has got to learn somehow. And that's when you give your work away in the learning process. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't think that I would be where I am today if the first five years wasn't TFs mm -hmm. three or four a week. And I have to thank all those women that or men or whoever I shot mm -hmm. And say thank you for making me better. Right. As a photographer, when do we know that it is time to start? Say, okay, I will do this for this amount of money. When do we know that time to come? That's tough. That's a tough one. I've, I have. I, mean, you, I get asked that question a lot. Um. I guess you just have to know when when you look at something. I look at work today, and I'm sure you do too. Mm -hmm. I, I shoot something, and I go, eh, it's not exactly what I had in mind. Right. Mm -hmm. But other times I can look at it and go, ah, damn, I got it that time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. It's it's tough. you got to kind of feel it, I guess. I, I don't know. I, uh, ask for the money, and if people don't give it to you, then you know, maybe you're not worth your value i and then when you start to learn that way i've had a real tough time with this too some and, and my wife will always tell me i'm too soft or i'll give something away that i shouldn't have given away mm -hmm. it, it, it's hard for me to decide that's a tough question that is that is, that is the question yes it really yes mm -hmm. i've got this that a gram that shows the basically who who pays who who does work for free who does this who does that and it's it's all based on your experience level yeah well sure the first gear guy is going to have a tough time making five hundred dollars a shoot right he's going to be happy if he gets paid lunch to be there he's going to have to pay a model to work with him and ex experienced model to help him with poses. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to hire a model to help him learn how lighting affects a 
a figure or a subject. Sure. Your model just now starting out does not know anything, okay? None, and it's really difficult working with a brand new one. It really is, yeah. and it, it's hard to convince them that you need to work with somebody experienced to help you. Oh, yeah. I, I, the, they don't want to do it. The first the first shoot with somebody that's never shot before mm-hmm. is always an icebreaker. Yes. I mean, it's always like, what, what have you got? And there might be, you work with them for two or three hours, and you might get 10, 12 good, good shots out of it. If that many. Yeah, if that many. Studio work or something mm-hmm. like that, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult, right, right, to take a first-timer and tell her these be rela- First thing is to relax. Yeah. They can't, they, that's the hardest thing in the world I've ever seen is, is let it go. Mm-hmm. And I've got experienced models that are still up most of the ones that really, you know, there's one that I work with a lot, and her name is Shelby. Yes. She, uh, Shelby Cardoche, if mm-hmm. I can say her name. Sure, sure. Uh, okay. She's amazing. Uh, she gets in front of the camera and she just, it's on. Mm-hmm. Um, my, Mia Christina, she's amazing. She moved to Hawaii on us and she was in Clarksville. She was a tremendous model, absolutely beautiful Asian girl. Uh, Gingerly Wicked. I don't know if you know who she I've is. I've heard that name before, yes. Oh, probably one of the best I've ever worked with, ever. First time I shot with her, published, cover, centerfold, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, very private, and that is, she's not coming out of retirement. I don't, I don't know if she's retired or not, but I don't get to shoot around. <laughs> um, I like the experienced one. But I also like the first timers if they're, if it's fun. If you're gonna have a good time doing something, if they want to learn, mm-hmm. if they take a direction well, and if they, if they listen to you on what they want you to do as far as posing, how to do this, how to do that, and they trust that, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, the main key. I, I, I don't mean to down anybody, but when you walk into a studio mm-hmm. or or you're going to a shoot, mm-hmm. you get out of the car, you big cameras, uh, big light gear, all the stuff you need to knock it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of gives them a sense that you're not goofing off. Right. Yes. You know? It's yes. Like, okay, I came to party. Right. Did you? Mm-hmm. And and from that point, we, I shoot a lot at the airport. In Tullahoma, which is a lot of fun. And you see all this big gear come out. You're like, oh, they came here to play. Going back on your statement, you said when they step out of of the car or into the studio, if they see the whole light set up, Mm -hmm. are many of them starstruck and just kind of like a deer and hit that light look like I've what am seen I doing that happen. here yeah <laughs> i've seen it man i've been like and i've had them come in and just freeze just complete you're just like well, okay um try to be funny try to be nice and make them feel better and if not just, just roll with, i mean just i've had them completely fail on me 
That's when I am so tempted to go ahead, do a shoot, but then don't have a memory card in the camera. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> well, know? my Nikons won't shoot without without film. They won't shoot without cards in them. And after they get comfortable, okay, okay, I, I'm going to put my card in the camera now so we start, start shooting. You know? well, I've, I, I, I've shot hundreds and been like, well, none of that's good. Just move forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't know about you, but if you work with a model and it's the first time, let's say you have five outfits. Yes. I can guarantee you the fifth outfit's going to be the best one. Uh, pretty much. The fourth or the fifth is going to be the best one because by that time that they've gone through one, two, and three, and they've changed and you've gone back and forth, by the fifth outfit, they're relaxed enough that you're going to knock it out. You're going to have a set of shots. The fifth outfit is going to be perfect. So I always make them wait till last to wear their favorite outfit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had the occasion where you or a model picks out the outfit, eat, ready, shoot, and it's like, that's not what I envisioned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and right away, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not going to work. Yeah. Take that off. Um, go back upstairs and change. Uh, yeah. More than once. It's not. I did not do that the first time. I'm like, okay, I have regretted it ever since. No. I, 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 yeah. If you don't, if if it's not appealing to me. Yeah. Then why is it going to be appealing to anybody else? It just I did mean, I'm not. I'm the guy you got to impress the most, right? It's the vibe just wasn't there, right? It's terrible when it happens, but <laughs> it, it, it does. It is, you know. And then you have other times when stuff doesn't cooperate. Yes, equipment, and I'm the worst. Or Mother Nature. Oh yes, she's bad too. <laughs> uh, there, there's a particular shot, and I, I'll show it to you later. Uh, it was it was amazing. We we did. Six Harley Davidsons in front of a shiny DC three. Okay. A thunderstorm coming behind us. So we shoot, we shoot, we shoot. We're getting all these guys are like freaking their bikes are gonna get wet. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, their bikes weren't the only thing that got wet. We got <laughs> wet. The gear got wet. The every everything. It was it was awful. It was just one of those days. The picture though has won an award or two or three or four with Harley Davidson and. It got a magazine. It was, it, yeah, but it was worth it. But God, just have to deal with it. All you know, you I mean, you, you just gotta. I guess that's one thing photography's taught me more than anything is to just deal with it. You know, yeah, stuff's gonna happen. Uh huh. I don't know if we can use colorful language to beep it out or whatever, but it's gonna happen, and <laughs> you're gonna be right in the middle of it. Yeah. And, uh, what was the, the, the uh, I guess our patron saint of photography ought to be like Rube Goldberg. Because <laughs> I don't care how, I mean, there's, there's a guy named Rolando Gomez. Yes. Uh, out in uh, San Antonio. Right, right. And I've mm-hmm. talked to him sometimes, and he's the same way. He's like, you know, oh, man, here we go. You know, I'm like, okay, so if it happens to you, and you're shooting for Playboy and FHM and no, 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 no. Then I feel okay about it because, you know, I've only lost a small thing and he's lost. I mean, he dropped a camera in the water once. Oh, the whole thing. Just, I was like, dude, sorry. 
play taps at its funeral. Or <laughs> anyway, it happens. A metal piece right now. Yeah. Yeah. In all of the different styles of photography that you have done, what is your favorite? Ooh, it's not models. No. No. Hanging out backstage with Tom Petty. Yes. Has been one of the greatest things. Hanging out with Eric Church uh, just briefly before a show. We went down to Clarksdale, Mississippi, and we shot in a place called uh, Ground Zero Blues Club. Okay. Now, this place is like exactly what the name is, okay? I mean, you've got guitars on the wall from George Thurgood. You've got B.B. King. uh, Morgan Freeman owns the club. It's an amazing place. Bill Luckett, the uh, mayor of Clarksdale, Mississippi, is the other owner. We went in that place and shot Christone Kingfish Ingram, who is the new B.B. King. Uh, Amazing kid. Amazing place. My favorite is music photography. Hands down. Just raw. Concert photography. Yeah, but no lights. Um, Mm -hmm. And I like to shoot everything at ISO 100 or less. So... Under the lighting conditions of a stage, that's not exactly easy all the time. So it's my favorite. It's the most challenging of all. You're not the first photographer I've had in here that does that, and everybody loves it. So what is it about that that just uh, uh, gets your adrenaline pumping? Well, I mean, if I put you... Right in front of ZZ Top, Billy Gibbons is looking down at you and you're firing away, which I've been in the pit watching Billy Gibbons smile at me from up top. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, the key is remember you're there to, to take a photograph exactly. and not to just not enjoy just the concert. Like, <laughs> um, Tom Petty, when he smacks you on the back and goes, Can I see what you shot? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss. I have some great stuff from them. Uh, Paul Stanley. When they say, can I see what you shot? You're, you're like, oh, really? You care enough about me to, yeah, oh, absolutely, Mr. St-. You know, that's, it's great. It's just a different vibe. It's a whole different, and you're, you're amped up anyway because you're right there in the center of it all. Mm-hmm. And you're not on the stage, but you still get the, have that feel. Anyway, yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> hey, I'd love to get you started on that. <laughs> because it is so interesting, though, because well, I, I've never done that. It's, in my mind, that is a different world than what I'm used to. Oh, it's, it's uh, if I could take and say, this is model photography, studio, outside, anything. Okay, that's one thing. Put it over here. Concert photography live, like Bonnaroo, doing mm-hmm. a Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. The energy is completely different. The people are completely different. It's just like walking into, and, and they see you, and they know you got staff photographer on you. Oh, yeah. They come alive. Yes. And the band people are always, I haven't met any of them. I haven't been backstage, been side stage, any of them that have ever been mean to me. That have right. ever, And I've had a lot of models cuss me out oh yeah yeah um 
give me a hard time. And then they're not paying, you know, in the beginning, uh, they don't. So don't yell at me. If you're not paying, you got what you want. But the, the concert thing is just a, such a different world. And, and my wife, she gets to go and she's in the crowd. I don't see her. She gets a little perturbed because I just disappear. <laughs> Bonnaroo for four days is, I did it for 13 years. And you live to tell about it. Yeah, and I'm still here. So, And I'd like to go again, but they've changed so many things about Bonnaroo. Uh, and COVID had a lot to do with the way that everything changed. Yes. Uh, so I don't know that we're going to get back to, but little bars, like little bars, like Tullahoma has several little good little bars and some great local musicians. So I go down and just have fun once in a while, just for my own stretching my legs mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. the local bars. Mm -hmm. And I've again, met some amazing musicians, the stagger moon band out of Tullahoma or out of Winchester. Amazing bunch of guys, like brothers to me. Anything I want, they'll let me do it. And I've done all their shows. And it's been a blast. Wow. Yeah. I guess they view you as public relations. I am. And promotions. Right. Because they use a lot of my work to draw more fans to their base. Mm -hmm. And and I have, like, I think... I don't know how many, 17, 18,000 on Facebook that follow my model work. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people also follow my other pages, which is Cap Sessions, which is just music. And I have Real Estate, which is another page. It's a whole nother thing. And I, yeah, but the promotions is why we do what we do, is it not? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you take a picture of a beautiful lady, your end game is to sell that to a magazine. Trying right. or sell it to somebody. That and also if you've got a particular project that you're working on just for yourself. Sure. You you may not have the end game of trying to get that image sold, but just to have that in your archives, you okay. might say. I have a hundred thousand of those photos. Say say yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah. Um, I played around with horror photography. Uh-huh. Okay, now, you've done something interesting that I, th I think is just really cool. You've done a lot of, I'll say, a car magazine, truck magazine images, bike magazine images. Mm -hmm. And you were gracious enough to bring some of those images with you tonight. Okay. So, if you will, Chris... If you will turn around to the monitor here, if you will, uh, if you will uh, describe what we are looking at, so the people at home that are listening to this may be enticed enough just from your description to go to YouTube and watch this episode. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I I don't remember what I sent you, but we'll have fun. Oh yeah, we're gonna have All a great right. time. Very good. So. Let's look at at the first image here. Oh, Kim. Okay. Uh, I think that's a 57 Chevrolet truck. Okay. Um, a lot of guys would go, what truck? Um, she's beautiful. She's funny. Um, 
I shot this at Street Rods by Michael in Shelbyville, Tennessee. I know exactly where it is. You know Mike's shop? I know exactly um, where it is, yes. He is a uh, he's a very funny guy. I'm, uh, Michael Young, make sure I say his name because he'll listen yes. to this podcast. Yes. Uh, Kim and I got together and did this set. This was one of the last pictures that we did in the shop that night, I remember. I drove that truck. It was a great truck. I love gasoline. I'm not right. about this electric stuff. So. Right. Sorry, guys. Um, Kim has never really modeled except for with me. I took her from nothing and never shot before. Not from nothing. Kim's a great person. Uh, she's never shot before. And we came out with this. And I think she's been published. I'm not sure. Okay, now, Chris, one thing I want to ask about. Sure. And this is just my niche, I guess. I look for detail, okay? Okay. I don't understand why the first thing that caught my eye was the dent in the driver's side door. Oh, the truck. Yes. Yeah, that truck. If you looked at the truck, the patina, Yeah. they've saved it, okay? Okay. There's no fancy paint jobs on that thing. Right, right. If you right. took the body off that truck. Right. There's a Corvette. Z06 sitting underneath. You kidding me? No, sir, I'm not. I've got pictures that I'll show you of some <laughs> other other trucks that have been built down there. There's a guy named Jason Vassar who is a, an amazing fabricator. And yeah. He works down there and builds this stuff, and I get to play with it. It's just it's incredible. Uh, and Michael lets me lets me have free reign. Uh, that truck is like perfect. It's got a built. I think it's got a big block Chevy in it. Uh, Corvette rear end, Corvette transmission. It might have a Ford 9-inch rear end in it. I'm not sure. Michael would know, and he'll get all over me for not knowing. <laughs> um, but, no, they, they I love them when they're raggedy looking. Yeah. But underneath, they come alive. I figured you'd notice something else in that shot. I did, too, <laughs> after I saw the dent, okay? But okay. for some reason, the dent just stuck oh, out. Okay. I don't understand why. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, here you're a details, man, so here's a detailed <laughs> one for you. Talk about detail. Wow. Okay, now what are we looking at here, Chris? Her name is Danielle Powers, and she's beautiful. She, uh, I think she's in Virginia right now. It's where she lives now. She used to live in Tullahoma. Um just a lot of fun to work with she really got her stuff together this girl knows what she's doing from top to bottom she really does she walks in the studio we're getting it done when we get in there um she also does a killer harley quinn impersonator wow that's what she does i mean if you want a harley quinn that you're harley quinn but we were going for the cover of Tattoo magazine. Okay. That's what we were going for Okay. Here. Uh, and I don't think we got it, but we we made a good run at it. I think we were top five. Okay. Were these ever on Model Mayhem or One Model Place? How'd you find these? The girls? Yeah. Oh, or they find you. Some of them find me. This one here, um, I don't know. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I know that we were one day we were shopping at um, somewhere in Tullahoma at one of these big box stores. Yeah, and Danielle was there, and she, we got to talking, and I said, "Well, hey, just do some stuff," and she goes, "Okay." So 
it was just an evolution from there that we just started working together. I haven't worked with her about four times. This girl, that shot. Yes. I got stories about this. Okay. <laughs> Talk to me, Chris. Now, this is this is sort of kinda sort of <laughs> music royalty daughter. Okay. Her daddy's name is Bill Hewlett. Her name is Bethany Hewlett or Hullet. I don't know. Bethany, don't get mad if you listen to okay. this. She is amazing. She's a bass player. Her father has played on every record. Her mother has is a musician. Her dad and I are sitting there talking one night in War Trace when I photographed him. Okay. And he says, you got to meet my daughter. She'd love your camera. And I was like, I'm still enthralled with him. Okay? Yeah. Because he goes, why don't you come over to the house and we'll have John Fogarty come over. And, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You John Fogarty? And then he goes, yeah, well, yeah. Um, and I, Mark Knopfler might come by if he's in Nashville. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This, and then he goes, well, I'm going to send you my daughter. So this shot was, this was zero money. I made nothing off it. Didn't care. Okay, I yeah. got to work with, and now Bill ain't, he's amazing. I can call up Nashville, take a guitar lesson anytime I want to. And this guy can play anything. She's royalty, yeah. and she's amazing. And and anybody that wants to work with Bethany Hewlett, look her up and make her an offer to shoot with her because she's that good. And her she's name fun. is Bethany Hewlett. Bethany Kayleen Hewlett. H U. I'll show you. Write that name. I'll write it down. down. All of you photographers out there. <laughs> oh, now we're talking about fun. Okay. Um, I tell you, I spend a lot of time at my airport. Yeah. Okay. This is in Tulsa. home. Okay. This this entire hangar belongs to another guy, a friend of mine named Rod Allison. Rod owns a company called XP Services. If you look in the background of this picture, you'll see two Black Hawk helicopters. Ah, uh, yes. He yes. refurbishes. He takes these helicopters and makes them modern. He's also one hell of He was an Army pilot. He's also one hell of a guy. That's his P-51 Mustang. Huh. That's his motorcycle. And her. Uh, she is an aircraft mechanic. She's the one that works on those Blackhawks. You gotta be kidding me! No, sir. Morgan Rowe is her name. She is his. She was his head, or one of the best aircraft technicians. She's now doing the same thing, but in Utah. Uh, she could take those helicopters apart. I've got pictures of her on top of them. When I saw her working on the helicopters and was talking to Rod, he goes. I said, yeah, well, why, are we di- why aren't we doing this? He goes, well, I guess we are. Well, next thing you know, here we go. This was the centerfold, I don't remember, December 21? Yeah. Um, we had a great time doing this. That plane is real. It's got six swastikas on the side. Yeah. Where in World War II, it shot down six enemy yeah. German aircraft. An ace, yeah. Yeah. This, then the, yeah, he bought the plane. It's 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 bad to the bone. 
the whole place is as cool as it can ever be. I mean, I would have had to put her in some kind of a grease monkey outfit. Uh, we did. <laughs> There's different shots of her. Yep. You're um, the man, Chris. You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, well, I've got, she's also holding, uh, in that hangar, it's full of armament. Yeah. For the helo. Okay. So I've got her holding a Barrett 50 cal standing outside of a Blackhawk. I just don't know where to give that picture to get it published. It's amazing. She's gorgeous, and the work has already been done. Uh, guns and ammo. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But, you know, we've tried girls with guns, and that gets big. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, social media stuff that goes on yeah. that we throw at. But mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? This is Bethany. This is the same girl, okay? This is the one that was, this was shot in Deckard, Tennessee. Okay. That's an old bank. And if you, you can't see it, but to the left of the shot is where the money thing was. You see that spot on the building in the left, the dark spot? Yes. Okay. I used Lightroom and made a patch and covered up the thing that said bank deposit. Okay. That building is in downtown Deckard. It's been empty for a long time, I think. But that was great. The police were uh, north of us on the street and south of us. And the bike owners were there. And Bethany was there. And my wife was there. And it was, it was just a great time. Okay. Now, if I may, back up a little bit. You okay. said the police was on... One end of the street and yeah. another end of the street. Yeah, they're so cool. We 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 went to Deckard. Uh -huh. We went to Deckard and we started, you know, started taking pictures. So yeah. I'm, I'm like standing at the end of the white stripe. Okay. And, you know, you use, use a wide angle lens. You try to get as close and make it tight. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I'd really like to use my Tamron 20, 2875, but I need a little more room. Well, the guy that owns that bike, he knows the chief of police and Deckard and he calls them and the guy sends two police officers out. They turn the lights on. <laughs> I am laying in the middle of the street in Deckard highway shooting this picture with her standing up. Cars are backed up. These guys, these police officers in Deckard <laughs> oh, man. are just the bomb. <laughs> I get my shot. They clear that we, they traffic goes by. We go back, we change outfits, we do it again. You saw there's two shots of this. One was the cover, one was the center. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we stayed out there probably two hours, and the police stayed with us the whole time. And no uh, permit required. Nothing. I've never, <laughs> I've never had a police officer. I've had nothing but amazing guys work. Oh, I wanted. I've got. You know, you're talking about project shots. Yeah. Uh huh. I've got this shot I want to do in Tullahoma, and eventually I'm going to talk them into doing it. Before I die, I'm going to do it. Okay. And I'm going to get the biggest fire truck in the middle of Jackson Street with flanked by two police cars and shoot the entire downtown area with those lights going and flashing and blazing and the whole thing right there. That's something I want to do. Haven't done it yet. Project. You said project. Mm-hmm. I don't get around very well anymore since the daytime or nighttime shot. Oh, nighttime. Nighttime so is was... the only time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you the shot without 
police cars and fire trucks. Mm -hmm. I've already done the shot. I just need to add the police cars and the fire trucks. Okay, okay. All right, okay. Chris, you've got some very impressive work, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It was. It's been amazing. I don't I'm know if we're done or not. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am so honored to have you here. As you mentioned earlier, you and I, we did meet at a, at a group shoot back in Winchester. Oh, a little bit, so many years ago. Been, yeah, several years. <laughs> and that's where I met Shelby. Yeah. Okay. I wish I could remember her back then. I don't. Oh, hold on. <laughs> she. Uh, She's worked with me so much. I have, out of everything that, that I've done with her, she was the best reason I went to, to Winchester that day. Uh, and that was what, four years ago? At least, at least. I've been laid up for two or three years now. Here's Shelby. That's her. She's six foot tall. I believe I do have some images of her back in my archives. Yeah, my she she was. I think so. Yeah, right. I don't know. Um, most of that day, I shot Carissa Chanel. Yeah, I don't know if you remember her. Mm -hmm. She retired. She was me and her did Shocker Racing, and got published a bunch of times on there. Um, that was fun. We did a catalog for. I can't remember one of the parts houses, mm -hmm. but Carisha was there. So, so it was Carisha and Shelby that day. And Carisha and I worked so much together that she just wanted to go explore new photographers. And I was like, fine, I'll take Shelby and we're gone. So that was the end of that. And Shelby and I have been together ever since. When a model approaches you for photographs, um, are they interested mostly in trying to get published? Or just images, per se? Mm. If you take Shelby, I, I think she just likes to do it. Okay. Um, I've got two or three others that want to go for, oh, you're going to do a magazine cover? What mm -hmm. is our thoughts and what is our plan and what is our, you know, we're going to go through the whole thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, they want published. But most of them, just are looking to feel better about themselves. That's the way I see it. I mean, take a shot of a woman and make her look amazing. Confidence issue. Yeah, but it's all about that. Shelby has given me a hard time saying, you know, I'm not all that. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I tell my wife, and I'm like, she looks at me like, just deal with it. This is how it goes. I'm like, okay, but you don't have to be because if you're gorgeous, you should know that. <laughs> with the inf influx of the, hope I'm pronouncing this word right, Magic Cloud, okay, online magazines. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, Mag Cloud. Yeah. Yeah, Mag Cloud. Okay. Yeah. It seems like that anyone and everyone can get published now. If if has if, it lost its luster? Yes, it has. I I won't publish. I won't even entertain your thought. Unless you have over 50,000 people take the magazine. Wow, okay. okay. That's just me. I mean, I, I've i thrown some stuff out to some smaller publications. Mm -hmm. 
but why are we doing this? I mean, you're doing this to get them exposure. And if the exposure is you're going to make me buy the magazine. Yeah. To see my picture in the magazine. Well, I ain't printing Mac. I print something out at Walgreens, come back and hand it to you and <laughs> slap some cover on it. That's not real. Real is going to the, the newsstand New and stand. going, there's European Vogue. We've had two or three in there. Here's, you know, some other magazine, Thunder Roads. Mm-hmm. I loved them until they sold. Now they sold to a company in East Tennessee, and I don't work with them as much anymore. But that's their choice, not mine, I don't think. Our feelings, our beliefs, I, I do believe that they change over time. And I agree with you that now it has lost its luster with the influx of yeah, my thing now, what is popular for me now, yeah, is to take the big Nikon D800 or the D810, any of those big full-frame sensor cameras, mm-hmm. and and I've got four billboards going right now. I like billboards. I like go down the road and go, I did that. <laughs> I did Stan McNabb Automotive. Uh, you'll see their stuff on mm-hmm. the interstate. You'll see their stuff in wherever they have a facility. Mm-hmm. Um Realty companies, I've done them, and I've got billboards with them on it. That's the fun part to me now. Uh, magazines, the mag cloud. Has, yeah. I hate to say this. It's, it's ruined it. It hasn't lost its luster. It's it's cheapened it, if anything. You don't get paid for those. People are always going, oh, send me five pictures and I'll publish them. Okay. Really? I'm going to take time out of my day to do that. You're going to sell the magazine. You're not going to give me anything for it. And yet, Jane Doe says, oh, I, I've been published X number of times. Uh, See, that's all the care See, about. See, I can't, I I can't live by that. <laughs> I, I can't. I got a girl right now, and she's stunning. I've got great pictures of her. Her name is Mackenzie Sadler. Okay. Uh, I've got a Yellowstone-esque shoot that she did a a Beth Dutton kind of copy in a barn, in Mm -hmm. a tank of water. She's stunning. I can't find the right outlet for her, and I don't want to let her go to a a mag cloud because I I think that would cheapen her. And she's so lovely, and she's really sweet. I don't think that would be the thing just so that she could be in some magazine. Yeah. We could go out of here right now, get a MacBook, sit in the parking lot, or go to McDonald's and get on their Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And in a couple of hours, take my archives, your archives, and we whip together a magazine. All oh, of yeah. a sudden, we're published. Yeah. That's yeah. not published. Eric, that's not. You know that. I know that. And any of these girls ought to know that, too. But they, they don't. don't. They don't. No, they don't. And the new models, all they want is, I want to be published. Well. Okay, then maybe we should open a magazine that says you wanted to be published. Here you are. I mean, I'll take iPhone photos as long as you're paying me to put them in there. I admit I am so old school and always will that unless your magazine is on a newsstand, it's not a magazine. Okay, it, you, I'm right there with you. There is no. Right. I'm I'm so old school. Okay? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am too. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chris, <laughs> yes, we're dinosaurs. Yeah, we are. Okay. 
We are. I'm 61 years old. My career I'm right there with you. I'm fading. 60. <laughs> um, I, I, I enjoy my wife and my grandchildren uh-huh. and my life, and I work when I can or want to. Yeah. Yeah, and I have a good time. That's, that's you know, God put me here again. He gave yeah. me a second, choice in tw- second chance in 2020. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Okay, uh, Chris, in the few minutes that we've got left on this podcast, and this hour has gone by in a hurry, you know, um, I always uh, uh, I always allow my guests to bring up a topic that they feel has been brushed under the rug that people are probably afraid to talk about, afraid to bring up. Photography-wise? Anything. Oh, Afraid to uh, discuss. You want to get me started, do you? If there's any, yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, I'll get you started. If there's anything you think that should be brought to the forefront, I just think people should start learning to get along better. I really do. I've seen, I, I, I see, all kind of horrible things out there in the world, and 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 I died three times in 2020. The good Lord brought me back mm-hmm. and said, "Here, you got another shot at the title." I think you should follow what the book says, you know, do, do right by other people and they'll do right by you. Mm -hmm. That's, that's about the only lesson I get from it. Uh, I just, I just think people should get along with each other more than fighting and arguing all the time. And if I had to have my own platform to stand on, that's what I would talk about. It's a great, great platform. Thank you. Great platform. Okay, and now, always remember where the hell you came from. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay, now, uh, Chris, for the people that are listening and watching that are interested in, 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 hiring you, in hiring you for your services, how can they reach you? Oh, um, now I'm going to use something that, that my wife absolutely loves ribbing me about. Okay. Uh, you can call 808-SEXY. <laughs> <laughs> That is my phone number. (laughs) I didn't do that on purpose, but my phone number really is 931-808-SEXY. And, oh, God. Um, You can call me. You can look up my work on Facebook. I don't take a lot of bookings anymore. Okay. My health is just, uh, if I have something I want to do, I usually do it, and I have fun doing it. Yeah. My health is just not what it used to be. Um, Aren't we all your, that way? After you get your aorta replaced, it, the, the world is kind of a different place to live in. A don't make our parts anymore, Chris. No. no. And I, I don't our have parts any, been recalled a number of times. Spares, you know? <laughs> no spares. No out spares out there. <laughs> I have a son. He's 37. He's a very handsome guy. And I t- looked at him the other day, and I said, you know what? He said, what's that, Dad? I said, what's your blood type? <laughs> he said, same as yours, A negative. I said, good to know. You look like, take care of yourself because I might need some of those spare parts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. man. Chris, it I has totally been. I totally enjoyed myself. Sir. I'm glad you came here. I mean, <laughs> it, <laughs> I love talking to another photographer. That makes my day. Uh, I love, I, I'm enjoying it because, like I said, most of the time I spend alone. Um, since the surgery and yeah, 
two years I've been doing the rehab and I've done it alone and it's mm -hmm. been nice to talk to another humans. So thank you for having me. You've got to keep in touch, okay? All right. Absolutely. Well come on down, to... I'll show you how to play with the uh with the tether. Yeah, I want I've got to learn that, okay? Because I want to learn it. I want to learn that. I've 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 got everything I need except time to do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> come on. I'll take you up on it. All right. Anytime, sir. Chris, thank you for being here. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Me too. You are just awesome, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So with that being said, everyone, thank you for tuning in on this edition of, of the Mile Connection podcast. Thank you for tuning into the Model Connection podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe on social media and everywhere you get your podcast. Links are in the description. Thank you and bye-bye.